Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello and welcome to AB Cinema. I'm your host, Bailey, and on today's second episode of today, we will be discussing the Andor episode 4. And I will be breaking down some of the biggest reveals and what some of this means and what my thoughts are on some of the things that happen in this episode. So let's just dive right in. I, I just want to share my thoughts on some of the performances so far. Well, just one performance, and that is in Diego Luna's Cassian. He's really coming off as, as sheltered as possibly as he possibly can, and I love it. I think it's really great for this character, for his development, and I'm excited to see what, how this character opens up to the idea of a rebellion and taking down the Empire as fast and quickly as they can. And so I'm really excited to see what he brings to the to the world of Star Wars. And I've loved this show so far. The three-episode premiere was great. And I'm excited to see what comes of this. Um, and I believe it's actually the fifth episode, not the fourth. I, I wrote it down wrong on my notes. So let's just kick it off. Um... Personally, I think that this episode is one that's going to frustrate fan, fans a little bit because of the weekly release just kind of getting a little bothersome to some people. I, I know that this has been a gripe, especially because of the world we live in with Netflix doing the binge-watching method and introducing that to people has been wildly popular. Personally, I think it's getting a little tiring, binge-watching. I was just thinking about this last night as I was trying to go to sleep about how Netflix should change up their their binge uh, their structure for binge watching. Anyway, um, I th I think it's a slow burn show, and that's okay. It's leading up to something big. You can feel it, especially in this episode. Like I I've noticed that the three episodes that we've gotten at the beginning felt like a self-contained story. This episode and last week's episode feels like a contained story and will probably come to a head in this next one as well. And I, we're almost halfway done with the first season. Next week is the, the mid-season premiere. And so I, I'm curious to see how the show is going to pick up after that. If, if we're going to get three episode arcs throughout each, um, throughout each week or through, throughout the whole season. And so I'm curious to see what their dynamic is with this show and how it's going to turn out. But I want to go into some of the details that we learned in this show. So first thing I want to say, the cereal and tree milk in this episode make me want Star Wars food so bad. And I'll get into it in a little bit. But we'll start with Karn. He, he goes back, he's the Imperial officer that was trying to to capture Cassian Andor in the first couple episodes and epically failed through Cassian's foilings of his plan. And he goes back to his home, as we saw in the last episode, and goes back to his mom And after failing his attempt to capture Andor. 
and we see him eat this scrumptious looking cereal that has blue and brown swirls almost like a chocolate berry flavor and it looks like the blue version of Trix meets Cocoa Puffs and I don't know how they made it but I want it I want that in my stomach I, I watched it just a couple hours ago and I want to eat that cereal now and he also had it with blue milk, which I've never had before. I'm still dying to go to Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge and Disneyland or Disney World to try that blue milk. Anyway, the biggest thing in this relationship that we got to see between him and his mom is that his mom is trying to do for him. She's trying to bring him back onto his feet, which is really cool and really sweet to see. It's something different from the for the Star Wars universe, we, we see that not everybody cares to work for the Empire and whatever unit he's working for within the Empire. We see that his mom has big connections and it, it really brings a Godfather-esque vibe to the world of Star Wars when she says, let me just call your uncle and he'll be able to help you find a job. It was really, honestly, I thought this could either go very Godfather vibe with bringing him a new job, or it could just be a loose end that doesn't really do anything like that. But if they play into that, I think it could be a really interesting story, and I really hope that that his storyline picks up. Like, maybe he'll become a bounty hunter. I, I don't know. I He doesn't seem like the kind of fit for it, but it would be kind of funny to see this goofy... Um, this goofy bounty hunter who takes himself way too seriously. Anyway, the end of the episode shows the Karn looking at the hollow that he has of Andor and just feeling all this resentment towards him. And you can tell his plan is just to continue to fight him, to bring him down and to get revenge for tearing him down the ranks of of the empire and so i'm i'm really excited to see this revenge story play out and to see him epically fail because that's who his character is then and that covers up the story with karn and his mom then we also have the other background story with mon mothma and her husband perrin this scene these couple of scenes that we got to see with them really brought a new level to star wars and i'll get into that in a little bit but essentially what happens is Perrin turned their daughter against Mon Mothma in order to send the message that she's using them to make her look good in the political sphere, which may be the case. And we know that Mon Mothma has some secret intentions be behind her political affairs in the council. And so, I, and we're going to definitely see that play out with the rebellion coming to fruition and seeing how she's involved in it. And I've loved this story so far. I, I think that her addition to this series really shows the birth of the rebellion. And it's something that we haven't really seen before. And it's exciting. And I can't wait to see her go full-fledged into the, the rebellion and being a leader in there. Um... The one thing I want to point out about the political, or not the political tensions, the tensions between her husband Perrin and Moth Mothma and their daughter, is that it brought a, it brought a level of realism to Star Wars, which really excited me. I got very 
I, I felt like I could belong in this world. It's it's weird to say like a family fighting made me feel like I could be, belong in Star Wars, but it, it just it changed the level of this show and made me feel like wow, like they're just a normal family, and I think that that's that's something that's really unique to this show is that we get to see the grittiness, the real life version of life for these characters in Star Wars. It's not some grandiose, this person has the force and is a flying princess now that has powers that can lift rocks and do stuff like that. Or this is the chosen one. They're meant to be bring balance to the force. It's nothing big and grandiose like that. It's small scale and it feels like that. And I think that the writers of the show, they, they deserve credit for this because the world of Star Wars has always felt grand and big. And I think this is where it needs to go is small. This, these small scale stories are really interesting to see people, just to see a regular family living in Star Wars. And it gets me excited for, for what's to come because The Mandalorian it did start with a really small plot, but it's kind of gotten really big because of how big of a hit it's been. And same with Boba Fett, bringing him back. It's like these bounty hunters are just thrust into these big situations. where, Whereas Cassian Andor goes down into the... They dig deep into the meat of Star Wars. And I'm really excited to see what they bring in the next couple episodes. And the rest of the season. Um, this is probably one of my favorite aspects of this. is just because of the family and bringing that level to, to Star Wars was really awesome. But let's kick it off with the, the lead of the show, Cassian Andor, Diego Luna's character, and his personal intentions are revealed to his team. Um, this was probably the slower aspect that I think fans will get a little bit more frustrated with, but personally, I loved it. I, I thought it was great to break down the tensions boiling between Skeen and Cassian, and that's what this these two episodes have been is these tensions between these two characters you can tell they've been on at each other's throats for the last two episodes and it's coming to a head and finally burst and boiled over and i think it really shows the how thought out these these episodes are like cassian has no friends he's he's really a man on his own and it really shows in these episodes and i feel like I feel like this is where we're going to start to see Cassian break down a little bit and open himself up to the idea of him being able to to work with other people. And I'm excited to see that because he's he's been a loner and that's what we saw in the first episode, the first couple episodes and he's never had friends and his friends that he does have have a hard time with him. And so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the rest of the season. So Cassian, known as Clem to the rest of the team, was brought onto the plan last week's episode, but everyone was very skeptical about his involvement, even the main leader who was fighting against um, Skarsgård's character. I can't remember his name, so I apologize for that. But Cassian played the game that he was always part of the plan and started to assert his dominance in the plan this week's episode by saying that he could help them because they, they didn't know what they were doing. Like, the plan wasn't even thought out all the way, and they're just a couple days away from from executing the plan. And Cassian is starting to see how 
how rookie these guys are. And I think that his his skills are really going to help the team to realize, like, this guy is somebody who's going to lead the rebellion in some way. And he's going to be he's going to be a big part of this. And so I think that that whole scene and those couple of scenes really showed them that they need Cassian. And Cassian was able to show that they need him because the rest of the team was feeling like they didn't that they didn't need him. And so I'm very excited to see what they what they bring in this next episode to to see the this finale of what's what's going on in the world of Star Wars and taking down this little corner of the empire and staying stealing their payroll. And Cassian really is he he definitely seems like he's the team's saving grace. And I'm excited to see that play out in next week's episode or the week after, depending on if they decide to extend it. And then at towards the end of the episode, we find out that Skeen found the Kyber Crystal, which is worth around 30,000 units within the world of Star Wars, which I'm not sure how that equates to real money, but it's a Kyber Crystal. So we know that Kyber is worth a lot of money. And so that is really interesting to to see that play out and to see his intentions come to fruition and how Cassian is opening up and being honest with these people because he knows that if he isn't honest he's he's not going to make it anywhere with them and so it's it's really like a team building episode in a really dysfunctional and and not dynamic way and so I'm 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 excited to see what happens in next week's episode I thought that this was a great episode I do know that this might be the episode where people start to fall off and be like, this is a boring show, I don't see this going anywhere. But with a great turnout, we need a lot of tension built and story built. And I think that the writers of the show have done a great job at building those tensions and bringing the story out to bring a good payoff every couple of episodes and so I'm excited to see what comes of this I'm excited to see the whole story come together in a couple episodes and to start to see the puzzle pieces fit together a little bit better and to see storylines pay out because there's a lot riding on this right now I feel like Star Wars with the last couple of series like Obi-Wan Kenobi which was a, a good hit but it wasn't like a massive hit with fans and Boba Fett which was honestly one of the most lackluster things that has ever come out of star wars and then mandalorian i feel like it's just kind of been a downhill course from there obi-wan was a little bit of a step up and cassian was really like the make or break for a lot of fans and so i'm hoping that this show pays off because rogue one is probably one of the best star wars movies that that has ever been and i'm excited to see this pay off i've always been a, a fan of that and a supporter of of this show and I've been saying for the past couple of months that that this is a show that is going to wow fans and I think that it will deliver on that if people stick it out but we'll see if people will stick it out after this week's episode I feel like next week will be the the final straw for some people on whether or not they feel like they need to stick with it for the rest of the season anyway that rounds up my review of Star Wars Andor, the latest episode that released earlier this morning on Disney+. Plus. 
If you have any thoughts or if you noticed something in the episode that was really interesting, please let me know in the comments of the social media posts that we have for this. And I would love to know your thoughts. Have a wonderful day, and as always, keep watching movies.